gentlemen, and welcome to another District Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. Yo, it's a actually non-rainy evening here in Atlanta. How does it feel to not need a arc? Yeah, it's weird. It's supposed to rain. It was supposed to rain consistently for a, a week straight, and it's been off and on. So I don't know how I feel about that. It lies. It lies. Ladies and gentlemen, I, of course, am your host, Charlie. I'm joined once again by the Plifford cover himself, Zilios. It is good to see you alive and well. Indeed, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Thursday Night Hangout. This is a live show where we try our best to cover the topics most important to you. So at any time during the show, if you have any topics, questions, or comments, please drop them in the chat, and we will try to get them to them uh, during the show. If we do, unfortunately, run out of time, we will, of course, add it to the very next show. So without further ado, let's get into it. The first thing is... That, um, I believe, who's in charge? Oh, Valve. Valve is in charge of Dota 2. And yes. they have come out with the big news that they are dropping the Battle Pass. And, um, surprise, surprise, uh, the reason for that is that nobody bought it. I'm glad it's gone. The question is how they monetize it in other fun, creative ways to still ilk the plebs that we are for every penny that we're worth oh, i'm sure there's still going to be like some like exclusive um you know uh pay and you could get some extra shiny stuff or something we must be sure to fomo everyone for everything that they're worth but of course but of course otherwise what's the point of living to die knowing i missed out on the most epic of loots to give my character the extra sheeny shine that I've otherwise missed. Ah, I see. I see. Yes. So, I do not wear fancy gear in real life, so I do it vicariously through my characters with pickles. Of course. Who? How, how else were you supposed to do it? Touche. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so they dropped the battle pass. Um, I don't foresee a lot of companies going that route but it is refreshing to know that um well i mean the thing is they it didn't work so they were smart they dropped it they're not gonna just keep hammering you in the face uh with um by the battle pass some companies has, should, it other, has it stopped other companies some companies should take a uh a page out of their book but that's not gonna happen Maybe Gabe should write a book. Maybe that's what we're missing. Perhaps. Perhaps. The Book of Half-Life 3. So, uh, The Book of Half-Life 3. Still telling you, man, it's going to be a VR game. It's going to be strictly VR. It's got to be. That's what's taking. So it's actually going to be for the new Apple glasses or whatever the, the you know, those glass things, whatever yep. they're called. I, you know. Yeah, I, I can't remember where they are off the top of my head, but. They look fancy and too expensive, so I won't be getting a pair of them unless someone wants to gift me a pair. Yeah, they ain't cheap. And you also have to get these special lenses because you can't wear your glasses off with them. Of course. Of course. Um, so, sorry, my brain, like I said, this has been really freaking crazy day. Um, 
with trying to run around and and finding out that OBS has Oh, that's why. <laughs> I was supposed to download Streamlabs, not OBS. God damn it. See, look look how scatterbrained I am. You need like that, a checklist of things you need when setting up your screen. I I, sh I should have made a, a list. And there's also like a bunch of stuff that I didn't even think about, like drivers for the mic, um, drivers for the the video camera, which apparently it says that it's there, but it wouldn't pick it up. And for some reason, is it, a test run. Yes, yes, a test run would have been good. And also, for some reason, um, trying to do a Google meeting, it uh, the computer about fell apart. So I'm not exactly sure what the hell is going on with that. Oh, it's the Google Meet should never quite down. Of course, of course. As it tries doing its own chicanery when it comes to your drivers and what's allowed and not allowed. Yes. But uh, let's talk about some of the other news that's happened uh, this week. Um, EA is back in the news, but like for a slightly different reason. They have decided to kind of... I thought that this was already done, but... Uh, Shows you what I know. Uh, EA has now got an EA Sports. Final Fantasy 16 is Final Fantasy 16 is destroying Clark's free time. And Isn't that the purpose of any good Final Fantasy is to destroy your free time with productive use of slaying the evils to save the world? Dr. Ryan, uh, and my amazing chiropractor, is also getting sucked down the Final Fantasy 16 hall. Um, I'm just waiting for it to come to PC, so it should be sometime next year, I believe. I'm still in the Diablo 4 hole, so that's my current badge of pain and suffering. Yes, yes. We uh, all have our vices. Yeah. Uh, what was the news about EA? EA, I believe, has split off. There's two separate companies now. There's EA and there's EA Sports, which, okay. Like whoopty friggin' do, but they did it. So, go you. Yeah, well, Clark, I'm a, I'm a necromancer using my minions. I'm limiting myself to only playing one class until the seasons come, because otherwise I would just play altaholic. So I'm like, I'm just going to play one character for now, and then when season one comes, then I'll roll a new character. Is my plan for the season. How about this? How about this being a, a slightly creepy? Um, now, I don't know if everyone knows, but the, the submarine that they've been searching for, they have confirmed that it imploded. So the search is now done. There it is. EA Sports and EA Entertainment. Thank you, Alex. Um, the the that, uh, Ocean Gate vessel uh, imploded. Uh, but during the time of... Um, the i guess search and rescue or potential rescue uh there's a certain submarine game on steam that was that was selling like hotcakes that's kind of morbid <laughs> i know I, uh i wonder yeah. hold, hold, let me see if i, I can I, find I did, I did find all the jokes about the submarine and stuff a little bit in poor taste that's yes. just me. uh the game iron lung is an indie game from about an alien moon and oceans of blood. Wow, that's that's even creepier now. 
I think of iron lung. I think of what they use for people like way back in the day who had polio yep. to allow them to still breathe when people could not get the vaccine for polio. They got it and it debilitated them. And yet we're still fighting about vaccines 50 years later because we're stupid. Yeah. But, you know, um, like I said, slightly morbid. Now, I have to say this next part because this makes me so freaking happy. But I don't know if, if anyone was watching Nintendo Direct recently. Um, the guy is exploring an ocean of blood in the game. Yep. Um, I, I, I don't know if this... Okay. During Nintendo Direct, they announced two different Mario games. Um, one of them was the... Thanks, Clark. Yes. The one I'm super excited about is it's the one Lord. that Clark, Clark just spoiled. Super Mario RPG. I suppose Charlie just doesn't sign off and protest. Dude. Okay, first of all, it's coming out in oh, November. Um... I'm I'm gonna kiss my loved ones and and see them in a week, uh, in in November because I'm going to play this game like it's going out of style. It is one of the best games I've ever played. Actually, it's one of you know my what you favorites. Need to do hmm. Is whenever Extra Life is just delay till release day. Oh, oh God! Super Mario RPG. Be like, guys, sorry, we have to retime our Extra Life for when Super Mario RPG comes out, because I know I'm going to do it, and this gives me the justification of my family not killing me. <laughs> yeah, I, I would need more than 24 hours, though. Yeah, I actually had like people at work uh, messaging me today. They're like, dude, I know you play video games. Did you see what was announced today? Super Mario RPG! So, like, this is one game that, like, every gamer, especially of our generation, is stoked about. Well, it was, it was this beautiful... Um, coming together of Nintendo and Square Enix, and holy crap, does it look amazing! Now, I like the opening of the video where it has the older um, yes. Nintendo graphics, yes, and then like it transitions. I'm like, that was well done, and I was like, oh my god, yes, Square, oh, Square yeah, that, yeah, that, that was back in the day, that was when Enix. And Squaresoft were two different things. Now, of course, they've combined for super awesome stuff. I don't know if they have to pay royalties to Square Enix for remaking it. You mean Squaresoft? Squaresoft, yes. Square you, you have to pay, they have to pay themselves royalties. <laughs> they have to buy the IP for themselves. The Legion of Nintendo lawyers will make that happen. I have no doubt. Uh, and then, of course, the other game that was announced in the Mario world... Um, was a kind of like going back to the old school uh, uh, side-scrolling games, which um, was Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Now, it kind of reminds me of, I guess, Super Mario World. I, I feel like they're just taking ideas from the Super Nintendo and then just updating it to Switch. However, in this one, unlike the Super Mario World, Mario could turn into an elephant. Um, but it's smart. I mean, like, the Switch should be the ultimate emulation device, is what yep. it comes down to. Yep. 
every single one of these old games from Nintendo, Super Nintendo, hell, even N64, like, honestly, Nintendo doesn't need to release another new game. If they just used it to literally re-enhance every single one of their old popular games, mm -hmm. people would buy the shit out of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. it's not just because of nostalgia. That is part of it, but because they're also phenomenal games in the first place. So it's like you're releasing, yes, nostalgia's part of it, but they're just good games. So it's like a double win. Agreed. Agreed. Although, if you are truly a true gamer, Carly, mm -hmm. you would play the OG version first on the original console and then play it with the new one and do like a side-by-side -side comparison with painstaking notes of the differences between the game. And you can tell us all of how the old one is superior to the new one because it's not the original. Oh, dear God. I, I, I think my brain would just cave in. Truly take the old man mantle. I don't think my brain could handle it. How about that? But yeah. Now I know that uh, Zelius has already given away the fact that he's playing Diablo 4 still. I'm still playing uh, Zelda. Although with my brand new computer, which I was hoping to be streaming from, which is not going to happen or did not happen because we're street. Uh, Charlie basically MacGyvered the shit out of um, plugging his old lap, his old computer in um, and misplaced one of the, the display adapters. So we're on one, one, um, uh, one monitor. That's why if you see me and you see me keep looking off to the side, it's because that's the monitor <laughs> that I chose at random. Nice. Yeah. So. Mini, 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 mo. Catch your monitor by its cable something like that mm. yeah something like that anyways so damn it hold on my 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 wonderful list just crashed <laughs> i'm doing you're awesome just, you're today. just having an evening of technology good sir may i tell you what and now discord has decided that it signed me up okay awesome let's 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 keep up the good vibes or something. You just need nothing, sir. Apparently not. I'm just gonna or or Discord could just freeze on me. That That's awesome, too. Okay, well, it looks like I'm gonna be doing it on my phone, then. <laughs> Flying by the seat of my pants. Which, from my, from my understanding, is quite painful. Uh... Not related to video games, but I don't know if anyone's seen Extraction 2. Holy fucking A. It's amazing. Ah. Just saying. I will, well, I would have to watch the first one, but. You really don't. Um, there's a very epic 22 minute fight scene where you just can't turn away. Um, everything, it's, it's, Probably one of the, I think, one of the best action sequences in movies ever. Um, it's pretty nuts, everything about it. So highly recommend if you're into action flicks, go check out Extraction 2. It's amazeballs. Okay, so for those, uh, I'm, I know we've got a ton of EVE online fans out there. Um, 
Do we? Which I I consider the MMO you play while playing uh, another MMO or making sandwich or the MMO you play while doing other shit. Well, I, uh, no, Alex, I don't think he's quitting. Uh, good news. Um, it turns out that uh, now, finally, after years and years and years, EVE Online has introduced an official Microsoft Excel plugin. So now you can break all your shit down into spreadsheets and share it with your friends. I thought that's how you already had to play EVE Online, was as a graphical spreadsheet interface. Yes, but now the spreadsheet could be inside the game. Fully embracing the spreadsheet. I appreciate this. Yes. So it's one of the games where I pick up like every two years, I play for a week and then get bored again. I try ever so often. I'm like, eh, sure, why not? And then uh about a weekend to it, I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm bored as shit. You can only take so much of um trying to go get more ore and more ore and more ore. Then you upgrade the ore and then you refine the ore. Well, I got to go to this asteroid belt, and uh, it's going to take 28 jumps. And uh, so I'm going to go take a shower, and I'm going to do a load of laundry, and hopefully I'm going through safe space because that's the option I chose. And then I will mine until I'm completely filled up, and then I'll fly my ass all the way over to some place to sell the ore and then rinse and repeat. And don't forget where you actually came from with these really randomly named planets and systems. Otherwise you just get lost again. Yes. Yes. Keep track of what, where the hell you're going because you may end up going to different places that you weren't meaning to go to. It is exciting. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm thrilled about it already. I think I'm going to sign off and go play it. Yes, the excitement is palpable. Can't well, you I, feel the excitement? I changed my mind. All right. So we're going to try to do this part because I'm pretty sure I can't screw this up. Knock on wood. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to pause, although we've been pausing quite a lot because Charlie's lost his freaking mind. But we're going to pause for a second to do... Uh, what we like to call friends of the show. These are the amazing individuals that help Alter Confusion be the Alter Confusion that you love and adore. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let us start off with the Indie Cluster. The Indie Cluster is an organization of independent game developers that want to gain exposure by being involved in the community. They collectively journey to popular conferences and traveling booth to help gain attention for their games. They make partnerships in local communities to bring games to the mainstream mindset. They highlight local, unusual, and rare concepts to challenge the paradigm of the common. They also host events to teach kids and minority groups about game development to hopefully one day enter the industry themselves. For more information, go to IndieCluster.com. The next shout-out we got to give is to Noodle Boy Media. Founded in 2015 by Andrew Tran, Noodle Boy Media, previously Whack Kid 47 Media, is your choice for professional photo shoots and panel recordings at conventions. They pride themselves in providing a high level of professionalism, top-notch experiences, and quality services. 
If you want more information and to view their full list of services, check out facebook.com slash noodleboymedia. The next shout out we got to give is to the amazing chiropractor himself, who was actually at my residence earlier today, and that, of course, is Hero Chiropractic. Hero Chiropractic is a unique healthcare practice set up by Ryan Moore, the company's focus to elevate a patient's experience of freedom, creative expression, and joy. They believe that everyone can be a hero and has incredible heroic potential in some... In- Side themselves waiting to be unleashed. Hero Chiropractic focuses on mobile chiropractic care in the greater later area. They can they are committed to healing clients by creating a plan of action uniquely suited for each pl- person. They make that plan of action as convenient and affordable as possible, and most importantly, suited to your individual needs. For more information, go to HeroChiropractic.com. The next shout out we gotta give is to the Maestro himself. Need a new logo or want to work on a full branding and content strategy? Or maybe you need music or audio for your content, just like Alter Confusion. Crosspad Creative offers a whole host of solutions for individuals and small businesses. Just email josh at crosspadcreative at gmail.com and see what he can do for you. And finally, the OG of them all, ladies and gentlemen. By day, Axe leads both a development team and system administration team working with satellites at NASA's Goddard campus. But while not in meetings and many times during, he is the agile evangelist, Agile Axe, championing the philosophy of agile and trying to make the world a better place for software developers, testers, system admins, and software projects the world over. Decades of experience in software development and leading agile teams are brought to bear against evil processes, inefficient work, and bad habits. For more information, go to agileaxiom.com. See, I got through that part. I'm impressed that you can read. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I know that everyone is dying to know, but how do I become a friend of the show? Well, I'm going to tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, Alter Confusion survives with the love and support of fans like you, and so we have a Patreon page. Patreon lets you, fans, lovers, haters, demigods, interdimensional beings, gods, demons, aliens, mummies, vampires, werewolves, swamp beings, supporters, and more to become active participants in the work we love through a monthly membership. This gives you access to exclusive content, community, and insight into our creative process. In exchange, we gain a bit more freedom to do our best work and the stability we need to build an even stronger creative career. We currently have two tiers available. There's a $1 tier that's $1 a month or $12 a year. What you get is early access to our playthroughs, as well as the ability to participate in patron-only posts and polls to help shape the future of Alter Confusion. Now, if you're feeling a little extra frisky, there is a $5 a month. That's $5 a month or $60 a year tier. And not only does that give you everything at the $1 tier, but also gives you the ability for for your name or organization to be added to every single Friends of the Show section of the Thursday Night Hangout. So if you want to become a patron of Alter Confusion, go to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Altered Confusion. Now, of course, the other thing that we got to do, and this is super duper important, is ladies and gentlemen, Alter Confusion is proud to say that we have been fundraising for Extra Life for 12, count them, 12 straight years. 
Extra Life is gamers doing what they do best. Game. To help sick and injured children at their chosen Chose Miracle Network Hospital. The money that we raise through Extra Life will go directly to Chosen's Healthcare of Atlanta as unrestricted funds. This means that the hospital decides where and how to spend the money to ensure the dollars we raise make the biggest impact in the lives of the kids they treat. So if you have the capacity to donate, please go to extra-life.org and search for Altered Confusion today. And yes, I got myself out of breath because I'm that <laughs> awesome. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We made it through that part of the show without any permanent scars, bumps, bruises, any of that. Well, speak to yourself. I mean, you couldn't see my screen the entire time, so you don't actually know what was happening during that time. This is true. Zelius may have almost died, but... I could have been attacked by wild feral cats and dogs and zebras. I would you assume you'd say. scream, though. That That's just me. So I would assume I hear you... myself during that part so you don't hear the shenanigans. Hmm. Mm. Um, so how about this? How about the fact that Bethesda is going to make an Indiana Jones game? This is gonna go down in quality every release. Like mm. the movies. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest with you, I remember playing like the old school uh, Indiana Jones games, and they were really damn good. So, see, every time I think of Indiana Jones, I think of like the old school Super Bowl halftime shows where they have the crazy um, Indiana Jones like rescue missions, and I missed that shit. That was fun and campy, and I think they should go back to that at the Super Bowl. Well, they had. I mean, the the games I'm talking about uh, were. Like point-click adventure games. Oh, um, well, yes. And my favorite thing, and I sucked at it, was there was like like a boxing mini game where you got to box someone in a ring. Uh, and uh, it was just, it, it was a side-scroll thing. And I sucked at it. But I remember that so for some reason. I don't know why, but that's the thing that I remember the most. Clearly, that sounds like a very Indiana Jones thing. Is punching people. Obviously. Obviously. I mean, it happens. But yeah. All right. So the question for the class here. Um, do all games truly have to be 60 frames per second? Or is it okay for some games to have that standard 30 frames a second? I don't think most people are going to notice, honestly. I agree. I know you go on game forums. If people are like, stick to the FPS or I won't even play this game. I just want to be like, shut up. I mean, like most gamers, if you put them side by side, then they might notice because you have like a true A-B comparison. Mm-hmm. But like if you just drop the game on a typical gamer and you're like, what is the frame rate? People aren't getting no shit. Like really. So, and I, I care more about the fidelity of the pixels, meaning the resolution, mm-hmm. and I do about the frame rate. That's just me. Um, yeah, people don't care about that. And a hell of a lot of people are still running older TVs and stuff that can't even run higher frame rate anyways. So, to me, it's kind of like, yay, congratulations. Um, 
it's nice. It makes me feel oh, warm and fuzzy to know that I can run at super high pixels or super high frame rate. Yeah. But really, for most games, it really doesn't affect the overall gameplay or enjoyability. The only time it affects me is like when it drops below something crazy obvious, like 10 frames per second, where it becomes obviously jittery, that you can notice. But if you're running at 30 versus 60, game on, bro. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I think that um, that for the most part, unless it's noticeable, which it, unless you are unless you have amazing eyesight, you're probably, the vast majority of the time, you're not going to be able to tell the difference between 60 and 30. Because um, the thing is, you know, hopefully the the game's pretty enough that you're not going to notice. But you're right. If it goes, if it starts dipping below that 30 to like 15 or 10 and it starts getting jittery, then yeah, no, that's, that's not good. I could see you know I could see the one place is like especially first person shooters where you have to be super precise. Yeah. I could see like when you're moving your mouse, if you have a lower FPS, I can see that affecting you a little bit because you'll skip over that frame rate of the perfect pixel in which yeah. to drop your reticle to blow somebody's head off in the video game. So in that case, okay, I could see that. But really for most games, like really Civ six, is it gonna make a difference at thirty versus sixty FPS? I know. Probably not, man. Well, turn-based strategy is definitely not. You know, man, like high-octane, super-fast gameplay, maybe. But yet again, and it really man, de- depends. Only like the diamond and GM players. Like, yeah. ain't going to do shit for like bronze and silver players because yeah. they're not that good to start with. And I say that as someone who is one. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I know that a lot of people that there's this you know highly anticipated game Starfield that's coming out sometime in the Ooh. future. God only fucking knows when it's actually going to come out because I feel like every single time that that name has been brought up, it's because they're pushing it further back. But a lot of people are getting all uh, cranky simply because of the fact that they are going to launch at 30 frames per second. Whenever they actually launch, and honestly, it'll probably still look gorgeous. Yeah, so absolutely. I don't have a problem with it. Um, and for probably from a developer perspective, especially that type of procedurally generated world with all the crazy shenanigans that's going to happen in space, it also I would imagine gives a better baseline for the developer to actually create a polished game mm-hmm. versus you know they're catering to the ninety nine percent of the gamers instead of that extra one percent of gamers, right? So I'm perfectly cool with that. Um, and probably it'll give it overall more pretty picture because instead of, again, worrying about that, you know, can it push 60 or 120 FPS? Now you're, you know, a lot of people running at 2 or 4K resolution will actually look beautiful in that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what people are going to notice much more, honestly, is is it running well in the 2 or 4K versus, you know, what your FPS is. So, Yeah. That is a game I definitely have my eyes on. I'm curious of if it's going to... Is it going to be able to live up to what are their own very lofty expectations when they talk about the game? Yeah. Um, Of all the worlds and how, like, apparently Microsoft has, like, every single QA tester on the planet working on this game. Um, 
which we all know they're not going to find every bug imaginable. Nope. Uh, but it sounds like they sure as hell are trying. Yeah. So, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Let's see here. Uh, Starfield release date. Let's see what it's set at now. September sixth of this year. Uh, well, actually, sorry. That's the Xbox console exclusive official release date. Uh, is it not coming to the PC? Oh, no, it's coming to the PC. So maybe that Xbox exclusive is also PC. Wouldn't that make sense? Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's coming to Steam also September 6th. Ah, Wunderbar. Okay, well, there right. is my poison of choice. I think the problem is, well, not problem, but the caveat is I don't think it's coming for the PlayStation. Oh, no. I remember yeah. seeing what? It, it's, it's, they're, they're, well, right now. Right. No, no. They're, they're, what was it? Um, uh, what'd they say? Right. Right now, as of right now, it's not coming to the P, uh, the PS5. Ooh, I have the very minimum processor to be able to run the game. How nice. Um, you and go. you can pre order on Steam right now for $69.99. Nope, I'm going to wait. Um, yes, me too. I mean, I was a sucker on Diablo 4, not going to lie, um, because it's Diablo. But Starfield, I think I can wait till reviews coming on that one. But if the reviews do live up to the hype, then you'll be buying it. If it has <laughs> if it has a much smoother release than say Cyberpunk, then because I'll I'll fully admit I jumped in quick on Cyberpunk thinking yes, and then I I still played the, a hell of a lot you of Cyberpunk. However, uh, you know the the amount of weird ass shit that happened. Um, Damn. you know I actually can't play it right now. Hundred twenty five gigabytes needed to play. 125 gigs? Yes. Oh, well, that takes up a little bit of the hard drive. Yeah. That's a good chunk, sir. Uh, I do want, I do, uh, it was mentioned earlier, and I, I do want to talk about this real quick, but the uh, the fact of the matter is that uh, the Star Ocean 2 or Star Ocean, the second story R, is, a, is truly coming to the Nintendo. It was originally released on the PlayStation back in 1998. Um, and this is a game that Zelius is not going to want to play. I'll tell you that right now because it has a very heavy emphasis on the dating mechanic between multiple characters, allowing players to essentially dictate both narrative and gameplay through the pairing or not pairing of relationships. So, so he just wants to kill things, okay? It also makes me feel like I'm a terrible person because I can't get a real-life relationship. And so playing a video game where I'm in one and this loser character can get a, you know, the wonderful character who's like the lovely flower girl in the game, even though he's kind of a dick in real life and yet he wins her over. Yeah. And I can't win anything. So it just makes me feel terrible about myself every time I go to bed. Oh, I'm sorry, Zelius. But, you know. Um, so it was initially leaked. 
from Square Enix, and then it was confirmed by Nintendo that it is coming, and it's coming November the 2nd, which technically means that I could play that game for Extra Life. Hmm. Interesting. Indeed. Indeed. So I guess, okay, so I know we're getting cl- we're we're getting closer to the end, but with all these games that Nintendo is basically uh, saying, we're going to put this on the Switch. Is there any game out there from yesteryear that is dying for a sequel or a re-release with upgraded graphics? In your opinion, Zilis. Does it have to be a Nintendo game? No. Oh, well, that's easy for me. There's one game I want. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, there's many games, but I've said it's on the show, Jade Empire. Yep. That's my game, like right there. It's It's got the great combat with, you know, you can do the spells, you can do the Kung Fu, you got the different characters depending on like what their leaning is toward, like are they more martial, are they more magic type? You got the storyline, it's the old school Bioware, um, where you have the true like good evil with, you know, crazy dating. Oh no, my heart. The crazy dating scenarios mm-hmm. of like, okay, now you're trying to go after the crazy demon chick or are you going after the nice good person instead? It's up to you. Um, maybe I should. It's, I know it's on Steam. Um, so it's tempting to just replay it because there's been no even hints at a remaster. So I doubt it's happening anytime soon, which makes me cry. But what can you do? Uh, I do also want to tell you, uh, this is uh, news that came out uh, just a couple hours ago. Uh, It appears it is official E3 2023 has been canceled. And it looks like E3 2024 is also going to be canceled. Yeah, this would have been, like this would have been the of, first time that it that it would have been back since 2019. Yeah, I, it's like we're in the world now of basically individual publishers because they're also so big now doing their own release parties um, and doing it virtual. Um, although, I mean, because you got like, you know, um, Square Enix does their Final Fantasy thing. I think it's in Las Vegas, the United States this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Sony does their showcase. I mean, they all do like their own showcases now. And there's probably a little bit of like, yeah, then we don't want to share the stage with our mortal enemy. True, true that. So, so yeah, it's it kind of sucks because it was fun to see like you know the big release of like different publishers and developers and what was going on. Mm-hmm. But this is where we're moving: is the big conglomerate publishers doing their own release party thing yeah well i think there was also i think the other thing was that um hold on let me see if i could pull this up here uh i think also the los angeles city tourism board of commissioners may have like maybe put a bunch of like caveats or maybe said it we're, we still don't feel safe holding it huh mm, i don't know because apparently it was 
they had their meeting and then on in the footnotes in the footnotes on page 21 was mentioned the fact that E3 2024 and 2025 may be canceled. Now 2023 of course is our has been officially canceled. 2024 looks like it's probably going to be canceled and who the hell knows about 2025. That's not an optimal trajectory if you ever actually want to come back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, you look at some of these conventions, it's tough to come back after COVID. There, I mean, hell, there's a lot of things that have gotten um, super-duper tough to do uh, since COVID. Momocon still went off very well. Yes, yes, it did. Uh, it was crazy. Um, and I hope, and I hope to actually get all the interviews done soon. Uh, but seeing that I have just found all the additional hurdles, I just smacked uh, myself in the face with. It may take a little bit longer to get set up to do those interviews than I first uh, thought. Darn you, life getting in the way. Yes, who who would ever think that a transition from one PC to another would be super duper easy to do? Because, yeah. It should be. You just turn it on and it magically works. Oh, that's what I'm doing wrong. I'm not turning it on. Yes. And you also need to enchant a little magic. Ah, the magic. I forgot to get my new crystals. Yes, you must transfer the red crystals from your old one to the new one. And then let it be known that this is your new kingdom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wait. Uh, okay. I, I, I hope I'm reading this story wrong. But apparently, Diablo 4 if you're playing through the seasonal content, will require you to create a new character for each season? Well, yes and no. Okay. This is normal. So basically what happens in pretty much every action RPG now that you have seasons. Mm -hmm. And so like right now, every game has their own term. So we'll just call it the eternal season is what we're playing right now. All right. So right now you have a character in the eternal season. It'll stay there forever. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But then the new season starts, and yes, you have to start. If you, you can continue playing like my Necromancer, I can continue playing in the Eternal season. But come season one, I can create a new character that will participate in season one. When the season one ends, that character is then moved. Well, I'm assuming this is going to happen in Diablo. This is how the other action RPGs work. Mm -hmm. and that character will then be moved to the Eternal realm. Season two starts. In order to participate in season two, I have to start a new character for season two. I see. The whole idea is A, they offer new mechanics and build ideas and crazy things in the seasons. Mm -hmm. If those things are successful, then they sometimes add them to the eternal realm as like overall game enhancements and then probably future seasons. And if everyone hates them, then they just don't do it again. So it's also like a good way to like test stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, it also creates a fresh economy because I mean, if you have a game that's, let's just say, five years from now, it will become an extremely stagnant economy if it's the same economy for that long. 
So new season every year or not every year, but every so often, mm-hmm. boom, you get that. Um, and it's also a way to try to keep the player base active. Gotcha. Um, now what they've done is they've made certain things you don't have to redo. So like the main story quest line, you don't have to redo every season. Um, unlocking the map, you don't have to do every single season. You'll see that. There's these altars. There's like 120 stupid altars to go get. Uh-huh. You don't have to redo those every single season. What? Where's the fun in that? Uh, there are other things you'll have to do every season, which makes sense. I mean, you start at level one. That mm-hmm. is a given. So it makes sense. Um, the biggest problem right now in Diablo 4 is, especially at the higher levels, there's very little build diversity. Um, What's your highest level? Or what is your level? 55, I want to say. So you haven't gotten to 100 yet? God, Zelius, what are you doing with your life? Well, I'd be playing right now, but I had to take my second monitor off my um, desk for the moment to change around some things. Otherwise, I would be playing simultaneously. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, now we, we see where your true love and and attention are, Zelius. It's not my fault you haven't figured out how to play with a gamepad and uh, stream at the same time. Not gonna lie, I mean, I've I've been doing like, you know, I if 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 I felt comfortable playing, um, what we call it? Oh my gosh, um, Zelda. Yeah, if I felt comfortable playing Zelda in, in the in the handheld version, then I would, but I don't, so I'm not. Well, you should be able to dock it and then just play with your uh game. Oh no, 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 no. I if if it was if I was if it was docked, dude, I would do it in a freaking heartbeat. Oh, there you go. But it's I don't have it docked right now. So yeah. So that's why I was talking earlier. That's why I'm waiting to season one releases to basically create a new character. Mm-hmm. Uh, to try a new class. Do you think you stick with that character the entire time for the next? Uh... I mean, I'll still have the necromancer. Like that's not going anywhere. But mm. for season one, you have to create a new character regardless. Right. But I would definitely try a new class. Understood. And that's the purpose of seasons now. I see. Indeed. Indubitably. But okay. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I believe we have reached the end of our show. Um, I love how our chat will randomly just spit back uh, all of Facebook from time to time. That's always fun. <laughs> oh, and, and we apparently have lost streaming. And I went back. Oh no! We dropped. We dropped some ones and zeros there for a second. What anyways, did they run into? I don't know. Oh, wow. But anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Ultra Confusion Thursday Hangout. I thoroughly apologize for all of the issues that, that happened before the show to to uh, make us late. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Ultra Confusion Thursday Hangout. For myself, Charlie, and Zelius, it's been a tr- pleasure getting anything out of our heads, our mouths, and of course... Our hearts will be back next Thursday for another Ultra Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. Remember, kids, keep on gaming in the free world. Amen to that, brother.